0: Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 701. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Tuesday, November 22nd. We'll be taking a look at pedestrian deaths on the rise in Wichita.
1: I'm K-N-S-S, meteorologist urologist Dan Holiday. We're seeing some changes in the computer models, and that's going to result in an increased chance of rain as we head into Thanksgiving Day. We'll talk about the timing of that here in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, clear sky,
0: 31 degrees, 95% humidity this morning. Wichita police are seeing an increase in pedestrian deaths as well as an increase in motor vehicle accidents. Fourteen people have died in pedestrian deaths so far this year in Wichita, the city averages 800 car crashes a month. Police Captain Wendell Nicholson says the problem not just here in Kansas.
2: We've also seen a spike nationwide in traffic fatalities and pedestrian deaths. So it's not just something that's unique to Wichita, but uh, all these, most of these, all these fatalities are preventable. Uh, people just need to slow down, uh, be defensive, and uh, be aware of their surroundings.
0: Officers are working to improve conditions through education and enforcement. State Department says evidence is mounting
1: of war crimes being committed by Russian troops in Ukraine. The U.S. is collecting reports of physical and psychological abuse of Ukrainian civilians in addition to what is described as summary executions. With our hands bound, we have bodies that show signs of torture. Beth Van Schock is the U.S. ambassador-at-large for global criminal justice. These atrocities are not the acts of rogue units or individuals. Rather, they're part of a deeply disturbing pattern of reports of abuse across all areas where we're seeing Russia's forces engaged. The U.S. is helping the International Criminal Court and Ukraine's prosecutor general for potential war crimes trials. Jared Halperner, Fox News.
0: The Wichita City Council holding a workshop session this morning. Mayor Brandon Whipple says looking at the golf budget. We're actually increasing the uh, budget for our golf um, program, which sounds yeah, why would you be throwing more money at golf? But the reality is, it's because we've had more people uh, playing golf than uh, anticipated, which means we're bringing yep. in more revenue. The courts are being, courses are being utilized more, uh, so it costs us more to uh, keep up with it. Whipple made an appearance on Mondays with the Mayor yesterday with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Elon Musk postponing the rollout of Twitter's blue verified checkmark system. Musk tweeting Monday night that he was holding off on the relaunch of the checkmark system until the social media platform feels more confident it
2: can stop people from impersonating public figures. Musk also said when the system resumes, there'll probably be different color checkmarks for organizations and individuals. After Musk acquired Twitter last month, the platform granted great checkmark badges to official government accounts, then rescinded them. It also allowed users to receive a blue checkmark through its $8 subscription service, which now has been paused. That service expected to be relaunched on November 29th. Ted Lindner, Fox News.
0: Sedgwick County Commission wrapping up its part in certifying this year's midterm election results from local races. Next up, the Kansas Board of Canvassers will certify the results of all state and federal offices. Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Angela Cadillo says her office will soon turn their focus already to next year. Next election is coming up. The state's vote certification will take place no later than the 1st of December. At that time, all election results from the midterms will be official. Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt is calling on the Biden administration to withdraw its COVID-19 vaccine mandate for healthcare workers and all related guidance, arguing that the continued efforts to coerce compliance violates the rights of workers and the authority of states. Schmidt has joined a coalition of 21 other attorneys general, filing a petition under the Administrative Procedures Act, requesting that the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services take immediate action to repeal its interim final rule and state surveyor guidance. Those require participating health care facilities to develop and implement policies and procedures ensuring that all staff are fully vaccinated for COVID-19. The president and first lady having a Thanksgiving event yesterday. And how did the USA men's soccer team do in its first game at the World Cup in eight years? Those stories are next, and of course, live the KSN Storm Track Three forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams coming up. KNSS News Time, seven oh five. 7.09 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. The President and First Lady visiting Marines in North Carolina for a Thanksgiving celebration. President Biden thanked service members at the Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point in North Carolina. He said it was an honor to be with them, and he acknowledged that many in the military are without their family members this holiday week.
2: America has a lot of responsibilities, but only one sacred responsibility. And I mean this sincerely from the bottom of my heart. It is that that is to equip those we send in the harm's way and care for them and their
0: families when they come home. The president joked that he would be the one serving mashed potatoes. The first lady highlighted the White House Joining Forces initiative and encouraged those curious to talk to her about
3: it as they intended to go around to each table. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
0: The U.S. men's national soccer team playing its first World Cup match in eight years.
4: After being away for eight years, the U.S. men's national soccer team is back at the World Cup. In their first match, the team tied with Wales 1-1. Next, they'll play England on Friday and Iran the following week. Meanwhile, earlier today in its match against England, players from Iran refused to sing their national anthem in an appeared sign of solidarity with protesters back home. In Doha, Alex Hogan, Fox News.
0: Seven ten with Steve and Ted here on KNSS.
4: Still have a few things to watch out for in traffic. We've got the uh, ramp from eastbound Kellogg to northbound I-235 blocked. There's a stalled-out vehicle there. Uh, Try and find another way through. You're not going to be able to get through uh, on that one. We also have that uh, traffic accident. Uh, They're still working on that traffic accident. It is uh, south of 21st on Rock Road. Watch out there as well. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
0: And let's take a look at our weather forecast. Let's check in, get the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast from meteorologist Ronnell
3: Williams. Hello, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Ted. Happy Tuesday. That, you know, that holiday break right around the corner. I'm sure you guys are ready. Oh, yeah, we're getting close. You know who else is ready? A lot of the little ones. I do believe uh, today is, I believe, the last day before break. Um, Ah. for the Wichita public school system. So, uh, Ted, I I said a lot of of kids, but I'm sure a lot of teachers as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) are ready for that Mm -hmm. holiday break, too. But for anybody that's going to be traveling, hitting the road for today, maybe tomorrow as well, it does look like things should be in pretty good shape. After that, things may get a little bit tricky when it comes to travel, so really hoping that everybody's where they should be by the time we get to Thanksgiving Day. For those of you that have to travel on Thanksgiving Day, pay extra close attention to that forecast. Let's go ahead and break things down for you right now. Starting off with today, I I mentioned that it's going to be a a nice Tuesday. Things still pretty quiet out there, mostly sunny skies, high of 58 degrees after another cold start. South breeze is going to be light at only 8 to 18 miles an hour, and then skies turn partly cloudy tonight. And then for our Wednesday, the clouds will just continue to increase as we gradually turn, mostly cloudy. That's going to lead to a 10% chance of rain. Now, I do see us uh, being pretty dry as we go throughout much of the day, but then that chance of rain going up by the time we get to our Wednesday night. So after dark Wednesday, we'll go up to a 20% chance of seeing a few spotty showers. Now, not necessarily expecting downpours, definitely no severe weather. It just looks like there could be a few spotty showers, sprinkles, maybe some mist or drizzle around. Uh, when it comes to uh, that rain chance, and then we'll continue that through our Thanksgiving day. Still pretty mild tomorrow with a high of 58, but then noticing a, a temperature drop down to 50 degrees. Still not as bad as what we experienced last week, uh, but uh, you will notice that dip in our temperatures. We'll continue that chance of rain through Thanksgiving day possibly into friday as well there's going to be an area of low pressure in the region possibly just down to our south and it's literally just going to be spinning some moisture in our direction so we may have to watch out for that chance of rain all the way through this upcoming weekend and with our overnight temperatures dipping down close to that freezing mark there could be a few snowflakes mixed in at times again this is why we just need to keep an eye on our roads if you do plan on being out on the road especially why you need to keep a close eye on that forecast turning drier by the end of the weekend high temperatures remaining in the 50s and possibly even seeing some lower 60s by next week. Right now, 27 degrees, a little bit of uh, fog and mist showing up, but I just took a quick look outside. Visibility, for the most part, in pretty good shape. South wind, light at 6 miles an hour. Not much of a wind chill right now. as We still feel as though we're in the 20s. So the tricky part of
0: uh, travel, I guess, just keeping an eye on what precipitation might be where you're going to.
3: Yeah, exactly. That potential for some wet weather, possibly at times a little bit of wintry weather too. All right, I know you'll keep us informed. We appreciate it. Thank you, Ronell. All right, you're welcome. That is the
0: KSN Storm Track Three forecast with meteorologist Ronell Williams live with Stephen Ted right here on KNSS seven fourteen with Stephen Ted here on KNSS here on this Tuesday morning. The world's most watched sporting event is underway. The World Cup is also bringing in plenty of new fans because of sports betting. Oh, yeah. The American Gaming Association reports more than 20 million Americans are planning to wager more than $1.8 billion on the World Cup. This is the first World Cup since the U.S. Supreme Court ended a federal ban on sports betting four years ago. Now 132 million Americans, including us here in Kansas, now live in a growing list of states where sports gambling is legal. Yep, that's right. So, of course... FanDuel is all part of that, and people are wagering on the World Cup. So that's part of your option now. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is tweeting that he's planning to visit the U.S. southern border this week. He says President Biden has never gone to the U.S. southern border ever. But McCarthy is heading down there. Uh, securing the southern border is a top Republican issue heading into next year. McCarthy tells Fox on Sunday that he'll actually move congressional meetings to the border so that Democrats can't ignore the issue. The, uh, a notable Republican congressman says the incoming Congress is going to investigate how the president's policies have affected the amount of fentanyl reaching the United States. All right. Um, multiple letters have been sent to government agencies vowing to hold the Biden administration accountable for these drug issues. House Republicans say they have requested dozens of documents without success from agencies like the DEA and the ONDCP about how the crisis has transpired during the past several years. The DEA admits that the country is facing a crisis. Just right here in our area, in the St. Louis region alone, the local DEA division, which is Missouri, Kansas, and a little bit of southern Illinois, reporting a 41% increase in fentanyl seizures compared to the previous fiscal year. It's out there, yeah, and it's a problem. 716 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. A woman in Indiana says it was something that made it feel she got to hug her daughter again. Amber Morgan and Tom Johnson met for the first time four years after Johnson got the heart from the body of Morgan's daughter, Andreona Williams, who died at the age of 20 from asthma. The organ was implanted in Johnson, who is 68 years old. Hmm. The Indiana Donor Network set up the meeting at a hotel in Chicago. Morgan got to hear her daughter's heart through a stethoscope, pressed it to Johnson's chest. Morgan described the feeling as amazing, noting, quote, as a mother, you listen to your child's heartbeat when you carry them, and I don't think you ever ask to hear it again. Wow. A touching story, and boy, yeah. somebody who was an organ donor and helped another person live their life. 717 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's go ahead and look at what's going on in the world of sports. And we'll take a look at college men's basketball yesterday afternoon up in Kansas City, Missouri at the T-Mobile Center. 22nd Annual Hall of Fame Classic, Wichita State taking on Grand Canyon. And once again, the Shocker offense, eh, enough, because the Shocker defense was absolutely stifling on the Lopes yesterday. Holding the Lopes to 43 points, Grand Canyon only shot 27% from the field. That's the lowest by a Shocker opponent in six years. And the Shocker's got enough done on offense. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Over on the left side to Porter. Thought about it. Now a three near the left corner. good oh. by Craig Porter. Looked Pick. like it was really contested, but he nailed it. And the Shocker lead is now up to 17. And more Shocker excitement on the offensive end. Dot to Poto for an open three. Way short. Rebound. Walton gets a man on his back. Gets the shot. They're going to count it, I believe. Got a man in the air, came down on his back. He went up through the contact and scored. It'll be a chance for a three point play. All right, got enough some nice second chance points there. The Shockers defeat Grand Canyon 55 43. At one point in the second half, the Lopes missed 14 straight shots while the Shocks went on a 12 0 run and they won it by 12. 55 43. Craig Porter Jr. leading the Shockers 14 points, 10 rebounds, and four block shots. Shocks have won four straight games in the T-Mobile Center. They like playing up there. A lot of room for the fans yesterday. Of course, that building seats about 19,000. Attendance yesterday was 400.
4: 400. Nice and quiet.
0: Wow. The title game of the Hall of Fame Classic is this afternoon, and look at this matchup: Wichita State coming off back-to-back wins with a record of three and one, and the Shockers take on undefeated San Francisco. And that game will tip off at 1 o'clock this afternoon up in Kansas City. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull will begin their pregame coverage at noon. Tip off at 1 o'clock. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. First meeting between the Shockers and the Dons in 17 years. And, of course, this goes all the way back to a rivalry between these two schools going back to the 1950s when players like Bill Russell and Cleo Littleton were involved. Mm. The Shockers in San Francisco this afternoon at 1 o'clock on KEYN. Other men's action, the fourth annual Cayman Islands Classic in the Cayman Islands, of course. Kansas State beating Rhode Island in the quarterfinals yesterday. 77-57, 1,200 fans on hand for that one. K-State is off to a 4-0 start. How about K-State senior, Marquise Noel? A dozen assists. That's the most by a K-State player in one game in 34 years since Steve Henson did it. How about that? Cats are off to a 4-0 start under their new head coach, Jerome Tang. K-State now this evening into the semifinals of the Cayman Islands Classic. Kansas State taking on Nevada. That'll tip off at 6.30 this evening. Both teams are undefeated. Wildcats are 4-0. Nevada is 5-0. A state basketball this evening. The new men's basketball rankings are out. Kansas is now ranked as high as third in the nation. The defending national champs moving up three spots in the Associated Press Poll this week. In fact, KU is getting one first-place vote in the AP poll. KU at number three right now, behind number one, North Carolina, number two, Houston. KU checking in at number three. Monday Night Football last night. You heard the game live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH from Mexico City. In the first place, San Francisco 49ers easily beat the Arizona Cardinals 38-10. On the defensive line for the 49ers, former Kansas State Wildcat Jordan Willis he played on more than half of the defensive snaps in that game last night. Hey, the 49ers have won three in a row. They're in the number three spot in the conference. Speaking of pro football, the weekly edition of the Chiefs' Kingdom show is this evening with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus, hosting that show at 6 o'clock tonight on KFH. As the Chiefs are getting ready to host the Rams on Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs right now are on a four-game winning streak. They're atop the conference. A lot of good stuff to talk about tonight with Mitch and the crew on the Chiefs' Kingdom show, 6 o'clock tonight on KFH. Then a little bit after that, we have Juco men's basketball tonight in El Dorado, Butler Community College, hosting Northwest Kansas Tech. Both teams with winning records here early in the season. Dennis Higgins has live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 tonight, and that's over on 97.5 and 12.40. KFH, and that's sports with Steve and Ted. 7:22 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We have traffic and weather on the way, and some tips for cooking your Thanksgiving turkey. On the House Call for Help, Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330
2: KNSS, nationally recognized Marconi Awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330
0: KNSS. Good morning. It is 7.31. You are listening to 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, a couple of days before Thanksgiving, currently in Wichita. 94% humidity this morning. It is 32 degrees. A man was arrested in Oklahoma in a vehicle that police say was stolen from the parking lot of a Wichita liquor store. A six-year-old girl was in the backseat of the car when her father went into the store in the 2300 block of North Amidon. Early Sunday evening, Wichita Police were able to use license plate reading technology to locate the car and found it was traveling southbound on the Kansas Turnpike toward Oklahoma. Police Captain Jason Cooley says they don't believe the intent of the suspect was to kidnap anyone, but cars that are left running are more likely to be stolen
1: That's why we ask that if you
0: we ask that you don't leave your car running, but you know take your children out even in the morning, you know if you're uh, warming up the car and you need to run back in to grab
1: something you forgot
0: the suspect a 34 year old man was taken into custody in oklahoma the six-year-old girl she was safe and she has been returned to wichita as we await charges on the alleged shooter at a colorado gay nightclub we learn a previous incident could have invoked the state's red flag law
3: Anderson Lee Aldrich is believed to have threatened his mother with a homemade bomb last year. But there's no record of relatives or police trying to enact the Colorado law that could take any weapons he had away. District Attorney Michael Allen explained. The DA's office doesn't play a part in the red flag law. Uh, That would be... up to a law enforcement agency. Aldrich's mother did not aid investigators at the time, so court records were sealed and treated as if the case did not exist. That helped Aldrich avoid any weapon seizure. Grinnell Scott, Fox News.
0: The Wichita School Board is going to move ahead with a search for its next superintendent after Dr. Alicia Thompson announced her retirement at the end of the school year. Yesterday, board members approved a couple of timelines for the superintendent search. The first would be a month-long review of internal candidates. That begins in January. If no selection is made from that pool of current employee candidates, the board would then move to an external search. That could start in the spring. The board also approved a base salary range for the next superintendent of anything upwards from $300,000 based on market evaluation and comparison to regional salaries in other sectors. A neighborhood in El Paso, Texas, overrun with migrants.
2: People living closest to the border in El Paso tell the New York Post illegal immigrants are swarming their neighborhood, prowling through their yards, and may be carrying weapons. The neighbors say there are sometimes more than a dozen people in their yards, less than two miles from the border. But they say they are afraid to confront
0: them for fear that they may be armed. Gary Baumgarten. Fox News. The Wichita Fire Department identifying a floor furnace as the source of a house fire in North Wichita that did pretty extensive damage to a home. One person was in the home when that fire started and did get out safely. Uh, the fire department says this was about one in the morning yesterday. Crews responding to smoke inside a home, 1700 block of North St. Francis. Crews got there and found smoke throughout the home, and they began an aggressive interior attack of that fire. Once again, that was caused by a floor furnace. A new report from Upgraded Points looks at U.S. states with the highest credit card delinquency rates. We've got rapid inflation. Consumers are using credit cards to help pay for things. And with the amount of credit card debt on the rise, cardholders are increasingly at risk of falling behind on payments. Researchers calculating the share of credit card balances at least three months delinquent as of the fourth quarter of last year, and then ranking all those states, the analysis found that Kansas has a credit card delinquency rate of nearly seven percent. That's is below the national average of more than eight point two percent. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas at
1: the White House. A pair of Clydesdales pulling a carriage delivered an 18-foot fur from a Christmas tree farm in Pennsylvania up to the front steps of the White House. I love the tree. How do you like? This? First Lady Jill Biden received the tree with her two-year-old grandson, Beau. You'll
0: have to come see your tree all decorated. That would be wonderful.
1: The Christmas tree will be displayed in the Blue Room of the White House. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Turkey prices are higher, but
0: people are still buying them.
4: Butterball president and CEO Jay Jandrain tells Fox Business there's one major reason turkeys cost more this year.
0: The challenge
2: certainly has been with feed, not not a lack of feed, but just the cost. And we, we actually bear the brunt of
4: that. Because they provide feed to turkey growers. He says higher prices aren't keeping people from celebrating with turkey.
2: 90 percent of those who we surveyed
4: do plan to celebrate the holiday and 85 percent of those will have turkey. And he says sales of turkeys are looking good. We We've shipped actually more product this year than we did last year. Stores are selling their inventory of turkeys. Jenny Cosola, Fox News.
0: Now let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Tuesday before Thanksgiving.
1: Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A chilly start to our day here in Wichita in south-central Kansas. Temperatures will warm up a bit here this afternoon, and we'll stay that way through Wednesday. But by Wednesday night and Thursday, we're seeing chances of rain rolling under our forecast. It'll be sunny and 59 this afternoon, clear and 38 overnight, breezy and 56 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, a sunny sky.
0: It is 31 degrees, and we have 94% humidity this morning here on a Tuesday morning. Couple days out from Thanksgiving, seven thirty-seven with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and now it's time to check in as we do at this time every Tuesday morning with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete meitzner Hello, Pete.
2: Hey, good morning, Ted.
0: How are you today morning, on this Thanksgiving uh, Tuesday?
2: That's good. pretty good. It's is this the Ted and Jad show now? Yeah. This, this week?
0: Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, you know, if uh, if <laughs> Stephen going to show up, we're going to take his name off the billboard.
1: <laughs> Very good. Didn't Very get his good. name
0: on the marquee this week. What? Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of a Thanksgiving week here, what uh, is? Is there a lot going on at the county, or, or or are you kind of in Thanksgiving mode already?
2: Well, I'd say in general it's it's a Thanksgiving mode, but it's allowed the opportunity for uh, for a few of us, at least myself, to have a a couple of really good strategic meetings that would be uh, otherwise kind of squeezed in. So. Uh, you know talking a little bit to Bia christie about uh, the mental health stuff and the challenges that they're that they have um, and talking pretty seriously with a few uh, downtown people on the on the uh, homeless uh, which mm-hmm. includes the mental health stuff so it's really allowed some uh, for me at least some some real focused uh, uh, meetings and and Ryan Beatty, who will be a new commissioner mm-hmm. at, couple of good meetings with him and, and about, uh, you know, just answering what, whatever questions he has as he preps to uh, get sworn in in January. So a lot, a lot of, you know, pre- pretty, good quality stuff other than, and it is, but you're right. It is a little, a little slow in the hallways for sure.
0: When you were talking uh, with Via Christie, did the, are they having any trouble with, with RSV and, and kids having trouble breathing and stuff? Has that hit us yet?
2: Uh, that. TED is has not come up. Okay. No. no yeah. No nope.
0: Well let's hope we can really, stay away yeah. from it, yeah, because I know mean, some areas yeah. of the country are having a lot of problem with that. But but if, right. if, if right. we're uh, if we're but holding it, our own good.
2: Yeah, well, I I didn't ask that and uh, again it was more on the uh, challenges okay. of, uh, of of various stages of, of uh mental health support. So
0: and then I know, uh, you guys, you guys all got together and did your, uh, the vote canvassing Every, and I assume everything went yeah. smoothly there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, I was out of town Friday, so it was, uh, I had to have a, a person fill in for me and it was a good, a good experience for him. And, uh, and I think at the end of the day, there was like 14 ballots that were mailed in that were the signatures just really were questionable if they mm-hmm. matched or not. And, uh, I think they end up accepting eight of them, and and six of them were rejected. So that's pretty good. There's A little issue out there in the western part of the county where a couple of there are some votes that people cast on behalf of a city council for I think Colwich, and uh, they were not eligible to cast those. So there there may have to be a small revote out in just in that area because there was enough votes there that. Could influence the results of, of, of that city council, That that'll be up to uh, to those contestants if they if they want that or not.
0: So, you know, Pete, our signature is such a weird thing. I anymore you you know you buy stuff with a credit card or a debit card, you have to sign digitally on those on those pads. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't sign my my name. I put a T and then I just draw a squiggly line and, and hit OK. You know, what I mean. I think the the, yeah. the days of people actually writing out their name on stuff is almost gone.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, at least on the mail end, it it's a it's a back to a real signature, but okay. you right? I, if they have a if if we have the those kind of the pen things uh, an instrument to sign. But you're right when you're just signing with your finger. <laughs>
0: I know. I just it, there, there's
2: just no way. There's just no way. What's it, the it point? Doesn't match I, know.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. It seems a little silly I to just, me, but that's you know, what they yeah. What they still got going yeah. on. Oh, well, I guess it is Thanksgiving week. Is there anything uh, you'd like to, to say out there heading into? I think uh, you know we we live in a nice part of the country, and I think we have we have a lot to be thankful for.
2: Yeah, we do. We're we're in a we're in a a a nice area of the country and, and our, our city and, and county and region. We were just with some people last night. And it's, it's just a, it's an uplifting feeling right now, but, you know, just having your, your show on this morning and hearing some of these, uh, you know, a person, you know, pedestrian walking, getting, nice. you know, I, I don't know what's the deal with pedestrians. So I just hope people try to stay safe and, you know, you're right. Don't let your car run in crazy places, yep. And yep. stolen cars. So, those kind of things are reminders that you know we've still got some challenges and mm-hmm. some in, in some areas and in the law and order and and behavioral uh, attitude. But those that are fortunate enough to enjoy uh, friends and family and take time to to thank you know we're on the Susie and I are on the I'm on the board, but Susie and I are sponsors this year for the uh, Lords Diner annual fantasy feast. And Great. so yeah. another reminder that you know if you have the ability to to mm-hmm. sponsor or help support whatever whatever charity or whatever organization you feel compelled to and if you can afford uh helping those organizations that, that need help that uh it's that time of year to consider giving your time and talent if you want to so
0: nope that's a great uh great idea and great expression out there so we'll uh We have that forefront in our minds this time of year. Pete, we appreciate your time, as always, on a Tuesday morning, and we wish you a happy Thanksgiving.
2: All right. Thanks, Ted. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all the listeners. Appreciate it very much.
0: Thank you much, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. That is Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner, as we talk with uh, Pete about county business every Tuesday morning at this time with Steve and Ted. 743 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We do have a Wichita Business Journal update on the way, and... We'll be taking a look at uh, some things that Cargill is doing, one of our big industries here in the city. KNSS Newstime, 743. 48 with Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A local business update from the Wichita Business Journal is coming up. We're taking a look at influential leaders in aerospace. That is coming up next with Stephen Ted. Now it is time for three big things. Three. The death toll from the 5.6 magnitude earthquake that shook Indonesia on the island of Java 268 dead, more. Totals on that will be rising. 151 people are still missing. Two. Former Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey is joining three other current or former members of law enforcement in their legal claims against the city of Wichita. One. College men's basketball, Wichita State beat Grand Canyon 55-43 yesterday at the Hall of Fame Classic up in Kansas City, Missouri. Shockers take on undefeated Nevada at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Listen live on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
4: Heavy traffic volumes and construction slowing things down right now at the North Junction, especially the ramp from I-235 to southbound I-135, and then that continuation onto the ramp to K-96. Things running very slow there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
0: And uh, as we take a look at the weather forecast here, just a couple of days before Thanksgiving, looking at a sunny day today, a high of 59 degrees. We'll be under a clear sky tonight, low down to 38. Tomorrow, on the day before Thanksgiving, it'll be a mostly cloudy and breezy Wednesday with a high tomorrow, 56. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, sunny sky, 31 degrees. We have 94% humidity here on this Tuesday morning. The Monarch is in historic Delano, featuring seasonal handcrafted cocktails, perfect for the holiday season. You can get the menu and info information online at monarchwichita.com. A great place to hang out in Wichita, the monarch. 7.50 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. I'm going to tell you about some Thanksgiving ice cream flavors coming up, so stay tuned for that. All right, now it is time for a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, Cargill. Yesterday, announcing that Brian Sykes is going to become the new CEO for the agribusiness giant. Succeeding Dave McLennan, Sykes will become the 10th CEO in the 157-year history of Cargill. McLennan is 63 years old. He has led the Minnesota-based uh, Cargill for the past nine years. He'll stay on as executive chairman after Sykes takes over on New Year's Day as CEO. Sykes has worked at Cargill since the early 1990s, has pretty good understanding of It's Wichita Global Protein Headquarters. Sykes was president of the Wichita-based protein group. From 2015 to 2019, he was also part of Cargill's decision to stay in Wichita and build a new headquarters in the 800 block of East Douglas in Old Town. Three years ago, Sykes left the protein role, became part of the company's executive team, staying in Wichita to lead global protein and salt divisions. Sykes then left Wichita for Minnesota last year when he was named COO. And that was expected to be a stepping stone eventually to taking over McLennan's job, which is what's happening now. Sykes also ran Cargill's Talent Center of Expertise. He's credited with helping Cargill advance its inclusion and diversity efforts. Hey, when some of the most influential leaders in aerospace gather next year, the head of the biggest company in Wichita's aviation cluster will be right there at the head of the table. Tom Gentilly, CEO of Spirit was elected as chairman of the Board of Governors of the Aerospace Industries Association, following a term this year as vice chair. And that'll put Gentili at the helm of a board featuring many of the best-known leaders in the business. It also gives Wichita a pretty good voice for an important year ahead in the industry. In an interview with the Wichita Business Journal, Gentili Gentilly said that continuing to rebound industry-wide from a couple of huge challenges will come with new opportunities, particularly new technologies for both commercial and defense platforms. And opportunities in space that really haven't been enjoyed since the Apollo era. And through AIA, it uh, does bring together companies often competing with one another. But Gentili says the association does allow them to all come together on issues that they can probably find a lot of common ground on for the greater good. And that is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll have more local business news coming up one hour from now from the Business Journal. KNSS news Time is 7.52 with Steve and Ted. Now, yesterday we did talk about uh, this time of year, Thanksgiving, you're going to see these, these deals where people combine two different foods that don't sound like they would mix, and right. they, they sell it to you. Okay. And we've got another batch <laughs> All from right. a company called Salt and Straw, and they, they apparently make ice cream. So they've come up with some Thanksgiving flavors. One of them is caramelized turkey and cranberry sauce. Here's what's in this crispy turkey bacon folded into a caramelized brittle with thyme, T H Y M E, the herb, right, right. and a freshly ground pepper, which is swirled with a sweet and jammy housemade cranberry sauce. According to Salt and Straw, the tartness from the cranberry cuts through the smoky turkey bacon for the transcendent trifecta of sweet, savory, and bitter. Hmm. The caramelized turkey and cranberry sauce ice cream. Ice cream. No thanks. And I, then they have other flavors, too. I don't have long descriptions on these, just the flavors. <laughs> right. Uh, the flavors they also offer this time of year. Sea salt with caramel ribbons. I guess that's kind of a... Shame. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Here's one that... Parker House Rolls with salted buttercream. Rolls? That actually sounds good to me. Huh. Pumpkin and ginger snap pie ice cream. And roasted peach and sage cornbread stuffing ice cream. Anytime when you get the herbs
4: going with the ice cream, that's like kind of where I start heaving. What, what I what I don't understand is is how exactly you can get a bread flavor with, with either stuffing I or think rolls. I think there's little
0: pieces of Parker House rolls in the ice cream.
4: Uh, hmm. I don't know. <laughs>
0: huh. Interesting. Anyway, that's from Salt and Straw. One of the many companies that is just combining whatever foods they can find here at Thanksgiving. I remember around Christmas time, them
4: to you last year. I I got some novelty uh, sodas.
0: Yep, yeah, for you guys. that you had Some strange flavors yeah. to them. That was I love that
4: stuff. I I didn't think they were that bad. No, they're pretty good. Yeah, they even I I believe I got uh, Steve Grass flavored soda, and it wasn't wasn't terrible. I think there was a corn flavored soda. Yeah, wasn't yeah yeah. It tasted very much like corn. Yeah, it wasn't far (laughs) off. Right on the money. But it wasn't terrible.
0: (laughs) It is 7.55 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS, and that means we have a big 8 o'clock hour on the way. All the business, sports, weather, and traffic, and
4: news you need. Plus, of course, entertainment news in the blur. Oh, that's right. And uh, on the blur, well, we've got uh, more shenanigans from Ticketmaster. Uh And, oh, man, so much heartbreak on The Bachelor. Tell you oh, all. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm already getting <laughs> nervous. Oh. All coming up on the blur.
0: That'll be cool. That'll be at 835 this morning. Big 8 o'clock hour on the way. We're glad you're with us here. Two days out from Thanksgiving. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted.